Good morning to everybody. Bezras Hashem, we're up to Sheer number 369. We're learning today Lerfu Shlema Tehila Hadasa Basilana, Lerfu Shlema Fratel Sarabas Shandel, Lerfu Shlema Mordechai Ben Frimetenya, and Lerfu Shlema Shmuel Ben Tehila. Okay, getting back to our Malacha of Malabain. Um, I do want to mention that we are coming, Bezras Hashem, Yisbarach, towards the end of Malabain and it's never the end, but, you know, as much as we could cover in the Malacha of Malabin, and with the help of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I hope to be starting uh, in the near future the Malacha of Kosev, which has to do with um, writing letters, all these type of things. Now, one might ask, what do you mean? I'm not uh, writing any letters. I won't be typing. I won't be using my phone, all these type of things that have to do with letters. So why would that apply? But we're going to see that Kosev is a Malacha that applies a lot. And then after that, Bezrat Hashem, we're going to learn Mochek, uh, which has to do with erasing, writing and erasing. It has to do with a lot of various different things, sometimes foods, cakes, all different playing games on Shabbos. We're going to see how it applies. Okay, so getting back to Malabain, we were in the middle of discussing, uh, we're trying to finish off the aspect of wedding a garment um, where we're afraid one might come to squeeze it out. And there's some ins and outs um, on that. It's a little bit connected to derech lichluch, which we've discussed way back, which is wedding a garment, wedding something, for example, like a towel. One wipes the hands in the towel. We said that was mutter because of the fact one is, even though you're wedding the towel, what's uh, that's a problem. You're not allowed to wet a regular natural fiber on Shabbos, but over here you're making it dirty. But we said if it's shemayischait, it's a question of a beged, shemakbedalov, where by a beggar, one might be, um, one is very careful about not to wet it, so a gazera might come to squeeze it out, and in conjunction with uh, muksa, we've been discussing, okay, so I just want to go through a few more interesting examples. The Seif Alamites Malachas brings down, so he brings out an interesting case that one is allowed to um, use static spray, you know, to have these static sprays spraying it on a garment to eliminate the static because of the fact that the garment does not really become wet and there's no, it's even that light bit of dampness, whatever, but that's really, there's no gazero over there, Shem one might come to squeeze it out. So it brings out an interesting that using this static spray um, in cases where, let's say in the wintertime or whatever, one needs it on a garment, um, would be okay, but I do want to add, again, because of the fact you're really talking about that it's derech lichluch, that you're making the garment, um, you're making really the garment more dirty, and again, there's no issue of shem one might come to squeeze it out, so those issues is not a major issue, but but we do have to keep in mind, and no, he doesn't really bring it down, we do have to keep in mind that if there's a smell, um, if there's a nice smell, sometimes on these static sprays or any spray, you have a spray and it's a, it's a nice spe- smell, and if that, to, to put a odor to put a smell, a nice smell, we're talking about, not an odor, a nice smell into a garment is Asr on Shabbos. One is not allowed to um, put a smell, a nice smelling um, cologne or whatever the case is onto a garment. Uh, on one's body is a different issue or in the air, but onto a garment, onto a fabric, that is not allowed to be done. So one would have to know if this <laughs> this uh, static spray, Taka, has a nice smelling uh, smell to it, like a deodorant type of a smell or the like, spraying it onto a garment would talk be a problem. We're talking about L'choyre, a spray whereby there's no smell, it's just plain and there's no smell that's going to come out of it. So as far as the Malabin part, it's really Derech Lichlech, there's no Shem Yishchait, so L'choyre over there, there's not an issue. With Again, with a non-smelling type of a static spray. So the um, we do want to keep in mind also, we mentioned, uh, for example, like towels in general, Begadim, uh, that are not one is not mock bit on 
But as far as uh, garments, items, which one is makbed on, it's not only clothing. We do want to keep in mind, for example, like a tablecloth. He brings down, does it say, Valam Tes Malach, it's on page 729. Uh, you have a tablecloth, you have a blanket, um, and the like. So these type of items, one does have to be careful, you know, not to, in, in instances, not to get them very wet. For example, he brings down, one may not use a clean shirt, uh, which we know a shirt, a tablecloth, blanket, or the like to soak up a white, uh, to soak up white, a white wine spill, um, or to soak up, let's say, water or the like. Even though you'll say derech lichlach, we were talking about or the like, but getting these items um, intentionally, getting these items wet, is running into issues of shemit yischait. One might come to squeeze them out because, again, these are the begadim that one is makbed on. We want to keep in mind it's not just the clothing, um, blankets, tablecloths, the like. So he brings out an interesting also that one may not wipe up wet glasses or silverware. For example, they have wet glasses, they have silverware or the like on the table, let's say, and they'll use the tablecloth. Uh, a nice fancy tablecloth. I'm going to use it to wipe out the, um, you know, to wipe the glasses and the tablecloth is going to get wet. And again, because of the fact we're afraid that one might come to squeeze it out. If it's a nice fancy tablecloth, it's not, uh, not going to be batamped. You know, you can't really use the tablecloth. It's going to start uh, getting all wet and so on. Just keeping in mind that this gezerah of Shema Yischait, whereby one might come to squeeze it out, and thereby making the whole muksa issue and all this we've been discussing, um, is, is going on these type of items also. That we said one has to be careful, not just by clothing, tablecloths, blankets, linen, these type of inyanim also would all fall into the categories which we've been talking about. Brings out an interesting case which comes up which comes up a lot. Let's say there's a chair that's um, a chair has got wet. Somebody spilled a cup of water or whatever on a chair by mistake. So he brings out also that Lamaisa the one may not wipe the wet spot. You know, again we're not we're dealing with when it's let's say a spill um, to wipe the chair with one's jacket or to use a shirt tail or again even using uh, this tablecloth where it's mamish is going to be wet. Is because they were afraid one is going to come to squeeze it out. So we've been, uh, of course, we've discussed in the past. One should use a um, preferably pre-cut paper towels, pre-cut napkins, or the like. Quite a few of them. There shouldn't be any issues of squeezing, or in need be uh, if one needs uh, to use a towel shmater or the like. Whereby, but again, being very careful not to squeeze the towel or the shmater. We've discussed all these um, in the past. All any type of begadim. I shouldn't say the word begadim, any type of fabrics whereby one is not makbid on, shmatas, towels, and these type of vinyanim. And of course, in pre-cut paper towel napkins, nobody's ever makbid on that. These are made, these are made, you know, to wipe up spills. Now, it brings down interesting b'shem di shmir shabs gehilchaser, Rabbi Shlemi Zalman Orbach, that that this whole issue of um, the issue of muksa when it's wet or the like or even you know soaking with the gzera. Now again, we're not dealing with so much the malabim part. There's a gzera one might come to squeeze it out. He said that In other words, it's a chashiv part of the beged, whereby we're afraid one will come to squeeze it out. For example, like he brings down on a tablecloth whereby if the wet area is not significant or troublesome and would not prevent normal use of the item, there's no reason for concern that one would come to squeeze out the wetness. For example, let's say on a tablecloth where it's like off to the side or it's like in a very hidden area where nobody's really going to see and it's not being used at all. So then maybe if one uses that just to give up the wipe, you know, to wipe, and it's, we're dealing with derech lichlach, of course, over there, 
you know, we're not taking out any stains. Of course, there's no stains or whatever. It's a, sh- a question of derech lichlich. They have to wipe up a spill. So then there would not be an issue over there of Shema Yishchait. Again, if it's in an area where we're not afraid, where one will come to squeeze it out, off to the side, that would be okay. Lafiz so brings down the Sefer uh, Shmir Shabbos Gehel So interesting case. He brings out one may wipe a wet spoon. One has, for example, a spoon. Um, it's wet, it was washed, or whatever the case is, and they want to wipe the wet spoon, they would be able to wipe it in an area of the tablecloth, he says, um, the area of the tablecloth where the wetness will not disturb anyone. Again, like we said, off to the side, nobody, you know, nobody's going to be using that part. So again, you're dealing with, it's it's derech lichloch, it's like a, like a towel type of a thing, and there's no gezer, so that's that's as far as malabin, and now with the gezer of Shem Yitzchak, he might squeeze it out, over there there's no gezer, because like we said, b'shem, Reb Shlem is almond that uh, if it's off to the side, but nobody's makbid bechlal, they're not using that. There's no iser of, there's no gazerish shema yishchak. He might come to squeeze it out. And always we want to keep in mind, just finishing off, that the um, the, the gazerah of shema yishchak to squeeze out is um, wetting a garment applies only when the fabric becomes wet enough, which we've mentioned in the past, um, to squeeze out, not merely where it's damp. And the, the degree is tefeach amenaslat piach, which means, like we said, then the, the material must be wet enough to moisture a second surface to the extent that the second surface could still transfer some moisture to a third surface. Otherwise, if it's just merely damp and there's no uh, person's hand wouldn't even get wet, that's not the issue. That would be that goes into derech um, lichlach. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening. Hatzlocha Rabba Koltov.